today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Earlier this morning, we heard from Colin Hayes from Netwatch on the new security system that he says will make work safer for retail. And it includes a real-time intervention specialist. So on the line to give his reaction is someone who knows all about working on the front line in retail along with his team. And that is Mike Gleeson from Spar on Henry Street. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. You're well. So, in essence, Colin was explaining to us that uh, there will be three people in the control room with this system and it will allow them to monitor an incident that may be happening at the till in a Limerick store and make judgments, able to intervene by talking through speakers, but also extra staff to do further analysis and to talk to the guardy to, to let them know what's happening. Do you think that would be helpful? Yes, Joe. I, I, any backup for stores along this lines, you know, keeping up with the ever-changing landscape of the retail environment and, and legislation will be helpful. Um, it's, it's, you know, and the system as outlined, I can actually see it working quite well uh, in certain stores, you know. And uh, But as you say there, it's on the front line. Isn't that something strange that we articulate that out loud, that working in a retail store now is akin to working on the front line? And I suppose that that's where our issue begins. Well, it does, Why is it like that? Yeah, and you know? uh, Mike, it's interesting. This survey from the retail group RG Data yeah. found that 95% of retailers around the country have been the victims of crime over the last 12 months alone. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's an epidemic countrywide, um, which unfortunately is not being taken seriously by our, le- our legislature. The, the guards are, on, in general, absolutely fantastic. Uh, they hunt these guys down. They find them on a regular basis. But, you know, the next thing, 80 convictions, 120 convictions, 200 convictions, and they're back out again the, the next day. Or Sorry, within a half an hour sometimes. Back up to hassle and threaten staff and make everyone's lives uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, I, and there's another survey from the convenience retailer Circle K, which was published in January, and it found that 83% of retail workers countrywide have experienced harassment from customers. Physical assault is another serious issue which the research highlights. 50% of Irish retail workers have witnessed a colleague being physically assaulted by a customer. Yeah, it's it's I, it's a, it's strange one to explain. It's it's. There's this certain righteousness that has come about in society where everybody feels they're right. And, you know, it's their right to this and that. But what everybody forgets is a retail premises is a private premises. Uh, the owner and operator of it can refuse entry to anybody. And, and once you've been asked to leave, there is no conversation past that except to leave. But unfor- and unfortunately, it can go south, Joe, very, very quickly, as the data shows. In, in both reports. Right. And what other solutions are there? I mean, you might say more education of wider society, but a bit like we were talking last week about people throwing rocks from bridges and the suggestion of education yeah. around that. There are some things and you think, is it not the most basic thing in the world not to go in to a shop and abuse, threaten or physically attack a staff member? 
Yeah, like like I'm God bless us, giving away my age though, and I'm probably heading on to fifty years. Would you believe since my first Sunday job working on on, on the front line, and it wasn't like this. Uh, like this, we had bits of it starting in the nineties, the noughties. It started into a full sweep, and you know, in the last five six years since COVID, it's it, it's amplified again where everybody thinks they're right and can do whatever they want. And it wasn't like that, Joe. People had respect for everybody. On the street, people had respect and showed everybody respect. But, um, you know, it, like it comes from the family at home. We all get educated in the same schools, all to the same standard. Today, does a wonderful job educating us all. But then, you know, it, it's the family of origin and where it comes from and the house you come out of you, which, are, uh, Joe, which generally you know, d- designs you, and that's how you behave on the street then. But the, the state needs to be taking a much stronger view on this because its society as a whole is changing. And I think if you did a, a popular vote there, I think you'd find most people feel more unsafe now than ever, th- you know, than ever before. Yeah. We're chatting to Mike Gleeson of Gleeson Spar on Henry Street. And of course, the family very well known from various retail stores around Limerick. And you were talking about... The legislature, i.e. the Dáil and Shannon, needs to do more. What exactly do you want to see? Yes, our legislation in terms of, say, juveniles and how we treat them is not fit for purpose. Um, the sentences that people get when they are found to have shoplifted or, or threatened people, again, not fit for purpose. It rarely gets uh, used to the full extent. Like, a threat to kill, you know, that, 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 that should carry quite a heavy sentence. That's used in shop workers on a daily basis. Staff, staff leaving the store, going home to get a bus, have been threatened with that. And it, it, the level of proof required to actually get somebody put away for that is incredibly high. So, you know, the guards need more help from the legislature in terms of, you know, the tools that they have to get people put away to make sure that, you know, the rules are abided by, Joe. And what about the argument that you have to treat young people as just that, as young people, as children, in effect, and that you can't destroy their lives as adults by taking too hard a line with them at 14 or 15? There's, I I suppose, we've all noticed a change, you know, in the last few years, and like 13 and under, Joe, definitely, child, primary school, and you come into any of the stores, go into any Circle K, go into anywhere, and, and you'll see 13 down, no issue. Once you go north of that, there's this change. Now, n- not everywhere, not in every segment of society, but it's becoming a, a wave of a problem coming at us. They feel untouchable. They feel that nothing can touch them, that nothing can be done to them. And they're acting indiscriminately everywhere. You know, we, we see all the, the electric surans, the motorbikes going around, squealing and, and everything, and, and they... they just act without fear from a very, very young age. And these are big guys now. A 14, 15-year-old, you know, physically up against, you know, a, a woman or a man inside the shop can be very intimidating. Put six of them together, Joe, and you're at another level of intimidation. So do we treat them like 13-year-olds when they carry on like this? I don't believe so. You know, I believe adolescents up, you know, from 14 to 18 need to have stronger penalties and need to be treated, maybe not as adults, Joe, but certainly not as children. Do you think that drugs are playing a part here as well? It's, well, look, they're everywhere in our life now. 
someone said to me the other day, I, there was a certain product I was out of, and he said, I get coke easier, Mike. It, it was a Fred O'Barra chocolate he was looking for, actually. <laughs> he said, you get coke easier. You know, there's no shortage of that. So, look, I'm no expert in that, Joe, but it's certainly not helping us. But, but and what are your thoughts then, Mike, as someone with a city centre business about the city centre? Where it is right now, the talk and finally it looks like it's going to happen about O'Connell Street being finished, certainly this phase of it. What's your sense of where we're going there? Um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see more families back living in the city, Joe, as when I grew up. And as I said to some this morning, the People's Park was my first garden. That's where I grew up. Uh, and I'd like to see more families back in. We used to have our kickabouts in the street in the evening time. And it was great fun and the church, you know, the masses and everything coming out on Saturdays and Sundays. It's dead now on a Saturday and a Sunday. You know, I'd love to see that happen. But again, you know, does the state make the right moves to get families back living? Or do we get a pile of small apartments? Not suitable for families. O'Connell Street, I think when it's all finished and it finally gets done, you know, we might grow to appreciate it, Joe. I'm very hopeful. And hopefully we'll see businesses back into town, you know. Yeah, And finally, is it difficult because of the intimidation you talked about earlier and as you said quite rightly, even the description of being on the front line in retail to get staff? It's incredibly difficult. Incredibly difficult. Um, it's not proving any easier, you know, the, the more it goes on. And something, I, like, as I said earlier, it needs to be made a crime job. When you go into a store and you abuse or you shout and roar and scream and intimidate people. That has to be a, a crime that that, that sends, you know that, that gets a sentence, that gets some effect, not just I'm so sorry you can't come back there anymore, because that could be two or three staff gone the next day. Do you know, so the, something has to be done on it to make staff workers and retail workers' lives. No, Joe, it's not all day every day. You know, and most of the time we try and get on and have a great time and get on very well, like the coffee shop is flying people in, having a buzz and enjoying it. But these events are happening far too often and need to be acted on seriously by the government. All right. Well, listen, it's great to chat to you. Thank you very much for your time this morning. That is Mike Gleeson of Gleeson's Spa on Henry Street in Limerick City Centre. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.